0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Annex Tuesday Night Podcast. The Annex is a community seeking to discover and live life in Jesus, and we hope that this message will help you do just that. If you like what you hear, you can always subscribe, so these messages come right to your phone each week, and you can always check us out at theannexboulder.com or on our Instagram account at theannex.boulder. Enjoy today's message. Well, hello, guys. Welcome to the Annex. I am so excited that you guys are here tonight. If you guys haven't met me yet, my name is Sam Kerr, and I'm one of this year's interns, and we are so thankful you guys are here tonight. You could have been doing a million different things, studying, hanging out with friends, maybe going to your championship intramural game, but you chose to be here. So I am so thankful for that. And I think it's kind of ironic the Lord um, really allowed me to speak tonight about comfort. And one of the most uncomfortable things for me is standing on stage where I feel so exposed and so open like I'm naked in front of you all sharing my story. And that's scary, but I think he's teaching me a lesson in this. Um, So we're going to pray and we're going to get started for the night. Jesus, we come here tonight wanting to hear from you. We pray that whatever we may be coming in the door with tonight, that, we t- that you take it off for us and that you allow our hearts and minds to rest so that we can hear from you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my story that you are so ever-present in. I can feel your presence so clearly in this room. Please speak through me to each and every person here. We yearn to hear from you. We all love being comfortable. For me, being physically comfortable is turning on my lavender diffuser the first time I walk in my door and beelining for my closet to find my favorite pair of stretchy pants. That is true comfort. And I'd like to think that Jesus, too, loved to be comfortable. I mean, the man knew comfort. He wore the same robe and sandals every day of his life. Maybe comfort for you is the home that you live in and your daily routine, Comfort may be the friends that you surround yourself with and the activities you partake in. Comfort may be buying the latest styles and trends to fit in with the crowd. Comfort may be the dreams and plans that you have for your life. These are examples of the things that we try to control in our lives. We create this bubble to protect ourselves with all these things that make us feel comfortable. We strive for this control out of a desire to live the most comfortable life possible. Why would we choose to live a life of discomfort? I don't want to. Ultimately, this desire for control and comfort is what we choose to put our trust into. We trust that our house will keep us safe at night and warm. We trust that our family and friends will always be there. We trust that what we do actually matters in life. We find comfort in these activities we spend our time doing every day. And we trust that the latest technology and trends will keep us up to date with society. We find comfort in the plans and the dreams that we spend our lives striving for. For those of you who know me, you understand how much I love to plan my life out. You've probably figured this out by now, but here's what I do. When I get home from work and I still have stuff to do for the day, I make this huge to-do list of all of the things that I want to do in that morning, that evening, and during the afternoon, and I cross off all those things I've already done just to see the satisfaction of being like, wow, I actually did something with my day. This is a perfect example of me choosing what is comfortable and letting that run my entire life. But Jesus is shaking his head because he tells us we have it all wrong. Jesus is probably a little uncomfortable with the ways that we do try to find comfort. You know, like that kind of uncomfortable feeling you get when you see someone's fly unzipped in public and you're like, shoot, do I say something to the person or I just pretend that it's not happening? Because if you do say something, you kind of have to explain why you were looking at the person's crotch. That's the type of uncomfortable I'm talking about. Over and over again, Jesus tells us to deny ourselves and take up our cross. He shares with us that we need to follow him and jump for the moments, jump from those moments and earthly things that make us feel comfortable and lean into the discomfort. He continuously proclaims: lean in, blessed are those who follow me. The road to Jesus is harder than staying home, but friends, it is so worth it. Being comfortable is not an option when we follow Jesus. Did you hear that? Being comfortable is not an option. He will show us our ultimate comfort and peace because he is comfort and he is peace. It's crazy to think that Jesus is still teaching me this lesson today because I wish I had it figured out. He is still taking my life and shattering it to the core. Because last year at this time, if you knew what was going on with my life, you'd know that I was just finishing my college career, finishing all the major classes, and I was waiting and waiting and anticipating this chance to get into nursing school. That was my dream for so long. And everything was going well in my life. I had the best roommates, the greatest family. I had an amazing job at the hospital where I got to see new life come into the world. I got to nanny the sweetest little boy, Parker, every day. I had a supportive annex community here, a plan for my life. I was going to get into nursing school, the best boyfriend who I knew one day I would marry. Yet among all of this, I was so anxious about whether or not this one thing would go right for me. Yet through it all, I had this lack of peace that maybe, just maybe, my perfect plan that I'd put my trust into and comfort was rattling and breaking beneath the surface. While what if the life I'd put all my faith into and energy was crumbling? How could this be happening? I did everything right. I made sure to study hard, work extra shifts at the hospital to get experience, hang out with the roommates for the time that I had left. I worked really hard to love every single person in my life. I'd prepared for it all. I'd even checked my degree audit and talked to every person at CU, being like, I'm, I'm going to graduate, right? And I got all these classes, right? And I'm a, I'm a good applicant, right? I'd really rethought my plan over and over again. And during this season of life, my anxiety only increased. And on the outside, it looked like I had it together, but really on the inside, I was shaking and breaking at the core. But this subtle voice continued to talk to me every week at the annex, saying, Sam, come and see, taste and see my goodness, my security, my comfort, trust in me. Through this whole season, I didn't even realize this straight arm I was giving God. I was saying, God, you know what? I've got this. I've got this under control. Let me tell you, I know how to plan everything in my life. Don't worry. It's perfect. This plan I have is perfect. I feel comfortable in the way I am living. Silly me for putting that bubble up. And I feel like some of us, all of you here in this room, do that as well. I am ready for—I kept telling God, I'm ready for you to transform my life and take control, but please don't make me feel uncomfortable. Please let me stay in where I am, Lord, please let me feel comfortable you know i had to put all of my i had put all my trust in myself not in god i had made all my plans and said well god if you want to be a part of my life then follow my life I laid awake most nights looking at this massive map of my life as my heart would race out of my chest, and my mind would jump all over this map trying to make sense of all of the moving pieces. And I was so busy staring down at that own map that I had these blinders on to the bigger map that the Creator was making for my life, this ultimate plan He had for me. If we never risk following Jesus, we will forget to look up from our own map, If we never risk following Jesus, we will forget to look up from our own map. In Matthew, Matthew records an account that I can relate with so much in this season of life. It shares a time when the apostle Peter, um, one of Jesus' closest followers, was asked to do something extraordinary by Jesus. But truly, it was just an an ordinary thing. Here's the scene. Jesus has just finished feeding the 5,000 with his disciples where he broke five loaves of bread and two fish, and he distributed it to the crowd, and so everybody was fed. Directly after this miracle, Jesus left the crowd and told the disciples, go to the other side, I will meet you there. So he goes up to the top of the mountain to pray while his disciples leave in the boat. While Jesus is praying on top of this mountain, um, the disciples start to get stuck in this big storm that is warming, uh, swarming around them. The winds are picking up, pulling water into the boat. And Jesus sees that the boat is far off. And the only thing he can do is go walk on water to meet them there. And as Jesus approaches the boat, all of the disciples are screaming, Oh my gosh, it's a ghost. Help us. Save us. Somebody. Anybody. And Jesus says, Take courage. It is I. I. And Peter, being the smart guy that he is, and I'd hope I'd be like this too, says to Jesus, well, if it's really you, Jesus, tell me to get out of the boat. And all Jesus' replies is, come. Peter gets out of the boat and stands on the water with Jesus and begins to walk towards him, but begins to see everything around him, and he starts sinking, and he freaks out, and he lacks that trust, and he starts to fall through the water. See, I can relate with Peter in this, and maybe you can too. An ordinary guy just trying to be on the boat, sitting with his friends, doing his job for the night. That he forgot he had a friend who he trusted who was right outside the boat. And that's why he lacked trust. And when in reality, the only plan he really needed to look at was the hands of Christ waiting, saying, I'm right here. This was me. I lost sight of my comfort in him because I got comfortable with the plans and the things that I had going for my life. I was too busy scrambling to making sure all the pieces stayed together. I forgot to look straight at the one who said, come and see the plan I have for you. Trust me. Find comfort in me. But as the waves of this world began to crash down, I lost sight of the Savior of the world, who loved me and you so much in that moment that he shed his blood on Capitol Hill for me and you. And, as he, and he was thinking of me and you in that moment as he breathed his last breath on that cross so he could find comfort in him for eternity. Amidst this storm of life, I decided to say yes to Messenger with the Annex, an adventure that I had been thinking of my entire college career but never had said yes to. I was waiting so long for my plans of my life to get into nursing school come to fruition that I began to get frustrated and angry, so I decided, what the heck, let me say yes. And every single year of the Messenger series, the reveal night, and summers that Messengers were leaving, I was like, that should be me, but I didn't listen. And so after four years, I finally said yes to that call. This was against any plan I had for my life, because I had the 10-year route mapped out. But I finally said, yes, I trust and see you. It just takes one yes to change your entire life. By saying yes, I went on the adventure of a lifetime to Namibia, Africa, First off, when I was at Reveal Night standing on this stage, looking at what was in the suitcase of where I was going, and they said, Namibia, first off, I didn't even hear where I was going. And I was like, geez, they're just sending me to this random place in the world that it, it doesn't exist. And then I learned, oh, Namibia is actually a country in Africa. That's great. Cool. I'm scared now. This was the place where I learned so much about rest and peace and trusting in him, I experienced so much in that season of messenger, which has now transformed my entire life. If I had never said yes, I would have never met the 11 best gals that I got to travel across the world with. I wouldn't have gotten to experience the final rays of sunshine come down on the desert each night and see the shooting stars that pierce the night sky, with the strangers that became friends and the friends that became family, all the laughter that was shared around the campfire where we, had, where we cooked the most amazing barbecue chicken and potatoes I have ever tasted. I wouldn't have slept on the ground for months in the desert, in tents next to the goats and the roosters who were so loud every single night. We never knew what was happening in there because there was just a lot of ruckus. And one night, we all woke up so grumpy and lethargic and not sure what was happening, And we were just so, so miserable because it had been so loud that night. And we were like jokingly, oh, a goat must have died last night. That was terrible. Only to find out at breakfast one had, and we were supposed to butcher it before we ate breakfast. Um, I got to go to my first ever KFC, which um, Africans love their Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I'm not sure why, but it's so good there. Uh, I got to shovel sand in 50-mile-per-hour sandstorm winds every day when there was sand all around us, and we had to just move it in wheelbarrows from one end of the land to the other. I got to see the heartbreak of poverty and actually live in it and see how broken Africa is seen by all of us, but how blessed it is as well. I got to stir cement with my host father, Martin, and I got to stir and stir it, and he would make fun of us, and he would just look at us. My friend Bobby Joe and I would be like, just shake his head at us and be like, no, no, I'll do it. And he did it in two minutes compared to us taking 30 minutes or whatever it was. Getting pooped on by a little boy while we were doing community outreach and were praying over people, and only to realize that I only have one other pair of pants with me on this entire trip. And I can't do laundry. Well, I guess I'll wear the same pair of pants the entire time living out of a backpack with three shirts and two pairs of pants, digging out a pipeline in the heat of the day, only to, be f- to fill it in the next day because it wasn't actually needed, walking to the water well with these big jugs, carrying so much weight and the burden of this land on our shoulders, building tin roofs with crooked screws and rusty nails, sitting in a preschool getting screamed at by all these children, that were the sweetest, sweetest people, but all they wanted to do was pull your hair out because they just were so mesmerized by you and your freckles. They tried to scratch them off. We get to feel the softest sand that sparkled in the night sky, going weeks without showering, becoming friends with the locals over coffee, and even physically lifting the weight of a mother off a of mother's shoulders as we helped care for her young daughter, who was around all of our ages, physically lift her out of bed and help her to walk because she was bedridden because of her epilepsy and didn't have any access to health care. But we got to see the thankfulness of a mother's eyes, look at us as we carried her and walked with her and shared the sunshine with her outside of her hut. See, the Lord said, come, taste and see. Find comfort in me and the rest will follow through. I guarantee it. He took my life and flipped it upside down and I may not have felt it to be the most comfortable plan, but I chose to listen overwhelming peace encompass this. I may not have it all figured out now after coming back from messenger, and most likely never will, but I know the one who holds it all together for me, who I have said yes to. Yes, Lord, send me. Yes, I trust you, and I'm trusting that you will show me this precious and extraordinary life that you have for me. Just like Peter, I was reminded of who I should be trusting in that moment in my life. While well, Peter began to sink, he cries out, Lord, save me, save me, I'm sinking, I'm sinking. And Jesus immediately reaches out his hand. And he holds him, and he pulls him up, and he says, You of little faith, why do you doubt? Jesus in that moment is saying, Why don't you find comfort in me? Why aren't you trusting me? I am right here. And he does that for us as well in these times in our life where we feel so uncomfortable. Over these past six months, I've learned that by putting my trust in him will ultimately be be where my security is found. All of the plans and anxieties that I have for my life will fall away, and I'll hold on to his hand saying, Jesus, I trust in you. I trust, I trust, I trust. I've chosen to build my life on you as the rock of my life. And no matter what, as the winds and the waves of this world come towards me and the floods come and try to sweep my life away, I will be grounded in the comfort of you as my rock who I trust and know will keep me safe. I will not be like Peter with little faith or the foolish man who built his life on a pile of sand. The sand will just disintegrate and fall short. That is today, here, but tomorrow is swept away by the winds and rains of life. So, Why not say yes to Messenger? If I can do it, any of you can. Messenger is this amazing opportunity to step out of our comfort zone and leave the life you know here, filled with your families and friends and your technology and your dreams and your plans to go to do something greater, to follow something greater. A full disclaimer about Messenger is that it is scary, and I know that, and it will make you feel uncomfortable. I know that. Because being comfortable while following Jesus is not an option. It's a chance for you to grow as a person by following him to see this world in a new life. It's going to be scary. I promise that. It's going to be tough when you haven't slept for days because of the goats. But that's not enough of a reason to say no to the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that messenger offers. Why not say yes now? say yes to that voice that you hear, that ultimate comfort you need is in him. The plans that I had control of that made me feel secure in life, that seemed so perfect, were shattered. When in reality, I, all I see are shattered pieces, but Jesus sees this beautiful, beautiful mosaic that he's building with each and every little piece of my life. All of these things that I was controlling aligned because it was his timing. I went on Messenger and found comfort in the most unlikely place. The comfort of my home and family and cell phone service and the people I know and trust in my life were not there. And I found comfort in strangers traveling across the world and finding new experiences, being to a place I'd never been or even heard of before Messenger. And I had to sleep in a tent and sit out in the wilderness for months and be like, you know what? This is great. And after I said yes to Messenger, the funny thing is, is I actually got into nursing school. And I was like, yes, this is finally happening. And the Lord is like, Sam, you said you would trust me. Wait. And so I said no to that dream for now. I said, no, you know what, Jesus? You've provided me this job, and I think I'm going to stay. I'm going to listen to your call again. Because one yes just leads to another, and it gets so much easier. Because I said no to nursing school— I got to say yes to this job that I continued to get to pour into the community I loved and cared so deeply for in college. And that is why I'm standing here today, is because of the Lord saying, just trust me, it's going to be okay. And then after that, I said yes to marrying my best friend. Being like, wow, this is great. Something that I felt like was so far off is finally now here. And you know what? I said yes to a lifetime of adventure with Jesus. I said that I will walk hand in hand with the Father as I taste and see His goodness. And because of that first yes, of saying, Jesus, I trust you, all of you, this led me to a security and focusing on Him rather than the comfort I had made for myself. The best of all this is I have no idea what's coming next. And six months away, I won't have a job anymore and I'll have to figure out what to do. But I am constantly having to push away those anxieties and those fears. And just trust that I will follow in the Lord's footsteps as he leads me to the next grand adventure that he wants me on. Every day, it is a choice to trust and find comfort in the Lord as our rock. So seek that. Press into that. Just say yes to him once, and I promise it gets easier. Take that step towards him. I am no longer defined by my anxiety that stems every single day from the small things that happen in life but rather I'm defined by the unending love and comfort of Christ. I'm no longer going to be like Peter, looking at all of the waves around me in life and scared, being scared and terrified, but rather looking and walking into the hands of the eyes and our Creator. So trust in Him. Find comfort in Him. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for blessing me with this opportunity of this job and that I get to share my life with people, even though it's scary. Lord, I pray that you press people to seek into whatever they're going through right now. We want so badly to see your comfort envelope our lives. our lives. So please take the presence and make it clear. Whatever we may have come with tonight in this room, I pray you would stir our hearts to find comfort in you. For those of you who are struggling to understand why things are going the way they are going in your life, speak to them and comfort them with your grace and security of your love like you spoke to me. For those of you who are on a spiritual high with your life, I pray that they will continue to find comfort in you amidst the highs and the lows. And for all of us in between, I pray that we will all see the love that you have and the invitation to seek you and find comfort in you rather than the plans we have for ourselves. You are so amazing and we are so blessed to be able to come here and worship you tonight. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next week.